Thank you so much for checking out episode 180 of Scotch and Good Conversation. I'm your host. My name is Peter, and we are in the Rosyland Studios in beautiful Orlando, Florida. We're usually a weekly hangouty, podcasty, afternoon drinking, get together, conversation type thing. But this morning we are a podcasty, hangouty, not drinking, morning conversation type thing because it's uh, what is it, 11:07? Uh, what we do is we invite people in. Usually we give them a drink, but it's 11 or 7 in the morning. I think we both decided maybe that's just a, a bad life decision. And we sit down and we talk and we turn our cell phones off when we do it. And so so like we have a real conversation. Hopefully it's fun for us. Hopefully it's something that you're going to dig. If you like this kind of thing, go over to scotchinggoodconversation.com and you can find each and every one of my past episodes. Uh, if you want to get involved, give me a phone call. 407-706-9523. That is 407-706-9523. Write it down. Uh, or you can email us over at scotchandgoodconversation at gmail.com. I've got a cough drop in my mouth. I'm sorry if it sounds insane. Uh, we're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We are on Twitter. Uh, join the Facebook group, Scotch and Good Conversationist. That's where we have the most fun. That's where I hand out prizes. So I'm bribing you to come over and join the group, Scotch and Good Conversationist. We hand out prizes all the time. Pretty good ones, too. I gave away some concert tickets uh, recently and a, a gift card to Orlando Meets. So join the group and, and participate. Um, this is the point where I, I would go, we couldn't do this without the help of a sponsor. And we got plenty of good ones, but we're looking for more. If you have a business or a band or an organization that needs some word of mouth, email me over at scotchatgoodconversation at gmail.com and we can talk about having you as a sponsor. It's inexpensive and it's a good way to get your business out there and it helps somebody local, me. And this is a word from one of my sponsors. Andrew Zimmerman from the Travel Channel from the Zimmerman List was recently in Orlando. He stopped by some restaurants. You know where he stopped by? He stopped by Orlando Meats, and you know what he said? He called them spectacular. You know what? I agree. They do breakfast. They do lunch. They're doing dinners now. They are a butcher shop. They have beer. They have wine. Everything is local. Everything is beautiful. They are everything that you need in a restaurant and a butcher shop. They are spectacular located at 728 virginia drive right next to the matador go in find out why andrew zimmerman called him spectacular and you'll be a believer too tell him you heard about them on scotch and good conversation and we couldn't do it without somebody to talk to jared witt yes right I, you said you'd listen before Correct. So uh, these are three things that I know about you. We just dive right into this. And my iPad turned off. Oh, technology, you will be the death of me. All right. First thing I know about you, and I got this right off your Facebook group. It says you're a pastor, a uh, a better beer advocate, a dead philosopher enthusiast, and all in one great big word, which I think it might be a hashtag, but I don't know if there there was a hashtag in front of it. Christian, but it's not like that. (laughs) Yeah. So first, first things first. You're a pastor. That's correct. Okay. Tell me the difference. Uh, pastor, Reverend. Uh, what What else did I come up with? Uh, father, 
um, rabbi. What? Well, we can. I know the rabbi. That's Jewish. I know that one. Sure. But but uh, pastor, reverend, father. Father's Catholic, right? Father's Catholic, and then uh, the Episcopals. I think also use those designations. Okay, then we're down to the pastor and reverend. Are they the same thing? Uh, yeah, it, 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 I'm reverend. That's my, that's what I put on anything that requires like serious paperwork. That's cool. It looks cool, right? It, it, it looks weird. Yeah, no, it looks cool. <laughs> you work hard for that. That's, that's no, I, that's no walk in the park getting that done. I worked hard for it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you don't necessarily need to work hard for it depending mm-hmm. on the channels you go through. So I, you know, you know actually I'm part of the universal life church. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're familiar. Yeah. Cost yeah. me five bucks. I, I, yeah. I've heard of it. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not, not knocking, not knocking the universal life church. Well, someone needs to knock the universal life church. <laughs> <laughs> it did cost me $5. I almost got my doctorate. That would have been $20. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, doctorate in uh, what was it? A uh, universal life or something. Wow. Yeah. Because my wife has her master's. I wanted to get my doctor. So I interrupted. So uh, you are an ordained minister. Uh, I'd go with pastor. pastor. It's all it's okay. all like what's passe and what's in in vogue okay. for a certain denomination. I think minister sounds very Baptist to me. Okay, for some reason I remember because I grew up Lutheran, and I think my my uh, my pastor, uh, Pastor Winkler Wink, he just Facebook friend me, and that that's weird because he's Wink is old. Yeah, but apparently he's getting hip to the Facebook. Um, so he Facebook friend me, and I don't know how to feel about that at all. <laughs> it, I, I wasn't comfortable with Wink when I was eighteen, uh, and Wink was a great guy. Don't get me wrong, Wink, Wink, just a killer pastor. Um, but uh, I, you know, I, you're just not totally ready to expose your entire life and say, yeah, I throw it all out there. Look at me now, <laughs> Reverend Wink. Yeah, um, um, so you're a pastor, and you've been doing that how long? Uh, I've been doing it formally for six years. Okay, you like it? I do like it. Yeah, you're like you're the cool pastor, aren't you? Uh, yeah, I don't. It's in the eye of the beholder. Yeah, but but you work on that. You, you, I, I, I've seen you. <laughs> I've I've seen you in your uh, pastor shirt uh, on Facebook, and you got like shorts on. That's cool. <laughs> that was a uh, we went to El Salvador where it's very customary to wear a collar, mm-hmm. and it would it was I don't know about offensive, but if you're a clergy. You wear a collar yeah, yeah, in El Salvador, and then after doing that for the probably the only week of my life, <laughs> I was like, we were at poolside having mm-hmm. cocktails, and they thought it was funny. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a, it's. I had like, some friends. I had some friends in look. Milwaukee from a former congregation yeah. who bought me a, a Halloween costume clergy collar <laughs> that can be worn with nothing, uh-huh. <laughs> with no shirt. I have that costume. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's something different though. <laughs> um, you know. You have a, this you're a beer advocate, and this is, not that you're not charming, but we probably wouldn't have met, odds are, because I don't spend a whole lot of time in Lutheran Church these days, although, I mean, I go from time to time, I dig the music, I, I know my way around the ceremony a little bit, um, but you're a, it says you're a better beer advocate. Explain your church, because I wish your church was closer to my house, <laughs> because I could make some real bad decisions at your church, <laughs> in a good way. Sure. Yeah, I don't think you let people go that route. But uh, explain your church because it's very cool. You have you have something amazing and wonderful. Yeah, uh, thank you for that. Um, we we basically are a church that uh, wanted to rub elbows with people who weren't just of our fold, and and not to gimmick or, or sort of get them in the door, but uh, simply to to widen the dialogue, widen the conversation with mm-hmm. the community. Because churches, uh, good churches, good churches. Um, Less good churches. I mean, there are churches that that aren't 
necessarily doing great things in the world i think we can agree on that yeah yeah, yeah. um but but both good and bad alike they, they all have a tendency to get pretty cloistered and uh that's the perennial challenge is how do we not become an enclosed define group? cloistered i took my head like i know like i i told myself i just stopped doing that yeah yeah i'm just inward looking okay. uh circle the wagons mentality um and then the complete opposite of what a church should be yeah and then they'll and then they'll develop a evangelism committee and say let's go evangelize people into you know bring them into this wagon circled thing this that, club that, that they yeah. don't want anybody else to come in yeah yeah this, this cough drop thing is really working out for me on the microphone <laughs> <laughs> that are cough kids but but we in and, and, and you know i have to try hard not to not to knock i i had great times in in conventional congregations mm-hmm. that were doing really great work um but uh i've always been fascinated with the sort of breakdown of what we call like Christendom, mm-hmm. um, this marriage of church and state where it's, it's assumed that every, you know, if you're a blonde haired, blue eyed majority population person like myself, mm-hmm. you're going to be born, you're going to be baptized, you're going to designate as a Christian, yep. you're going to get married, you're going to have a funeral. Um, pop out some kids, right. Don't pop that right. one on there. They can become part of the church. Right. Cloistered. <laughs> Cloistered. There you go. Sure, Word of the day. Yeah, I know, right? But but oftentimes people Christians talk about the the decline of that as if it's just a bad thing. Yeah. And I actually don't think it, it necessarily is. I think it's I think it's great. I think it's I think it means that something that w- was kind of just a nominal kind of uh, the the uh, designation that we're the majority tribe or or we're the insider people of this society, and it and it came to mean very little. Um, if, if that declines, then it's an opportunity to reclaim, like, well, what should this tradition be at its best? You know, what, what, what are, how are we supposed to identify if not as we're just the, the, the people in power, we're, yeah, the, yeah. we're the people in major political seats of power. You get promoted if you have this on your resume, you know, I'm a Christian or, or maybe at some implicit or some explicit level when all that dies, then who are we? Mm-hmm. I think for me, that's a major opportunity to re-identify. That's heavy. I, I'm not known for. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I understand most not, of what you just said, but uh, I think I agree with it. Yeah, I can keep yeah. it light sometimes. No, no, no. Uh, maybe we a, should have the scotch. No, no, no later. When it hits noon. Uh, so, so you 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 started a church here in town. That's right. Yeah, and what what tell it's the called, kids? Uh, Castle Church Brewing. Community. Yeah, that's the part I like. Yeah, yeah the community and the, the brewing. And but, we were we were just a group of mostly beer enthusiasts with no actual intention to start a church, but with between the beer nerds and the church, the sort of Jesusy nerds mm-hmm. that were kind of gathering there. Um, How come I'm okay with calling people beer nerds, but somehow Jesus and nerds I find offensive, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not. I, I'm the complete opposite. <laughs> Don't you pick on my Jesus and nerds? Oh, I love. That. I, no, I, I actually I, like I, to think. And, and one of those reframes is like <laughs> maybe maybe that's what I am. Like yeah. maybe I'm a because because you know Christian has so much baggage and, yeah. and all this stuff has so much baggage, but I'm. I'm I'm like a Jesus enthusiast. That's cool. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I, I've told this story, but my, my father passed away, uh, actually, uh, uh, 10 years ago today or yesterday. I, I can't, I can't keep it straight. Um, but it was right around today or the last 48 hours, 10 years ago. And he went to his deathbed telling his family and his Lord how much he loved him. And, and uh, to me, I mean, uh, with my walk, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm not in that place, 
and I hope I'm wrong. You know, I don't, I don't think I am, but I hope I'm wrong. I'd, I'd like to think I'm, you know, uh, but it gave him great comfort in the end, mm-hmm. you know, and, and when we all held hands and prayed, I mean, I, I said my thing to my, my universe and who am I to take that away from anyone? And if you can get people to gather around a, a really well-made glass of beer, dude, you <laughs> <laughs> your your brewery is, is knocking it out of the park over there. Yeah. You know, and, and something positive comes out of there. There's absolutely nothing wrong with yeah. that. Good for you. Thank you. If no one else has said it, thank you. Well, thank you. Yeah, and I will come but, by for a service. I just use it on Sundays I sleep in. Yeah. 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 What, but what when you, when you say, your service is a weird say, time. It's like eleven seventeen or something. Uh eleven eleven. Eleven eleven. Okay. Yeah. yeah. When I say I'm sorry. Well when you, when you say you said something to your universe, uh, I don't. I don't want to overplay what yeah, you yeah. mean by that. But um, it sounds like you had some kind of profound spiritual experience at, at some level. Oh yeah, no, I, I, I grew up Lutheran, are. man. I, I I did I did the well, whole I don't, thing. I don't yeah. mean that. Yeah, I, and I don't mean necessarily that. Oh, it's that, but it, in I, your I actual walk, I don't. I don't think this is it. I don't. You know, I don't. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I might be born again in some other dog or another person or in the sky or as a plant you know i i i don't know like i i i don't know but i don't i don't believe what i believe when i was 15 years old anymore and i i've read a couple books <laughs> you yeah. know and uh that, that's the thing is i don't know and and i i tend to believe more one way than the other way anymore but like i said i hope i'm wrong like I mean, I grew up in church like i i love the idea that that there's there's something wonderful waiting for me but I think I might be maggot food. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and I, I, and, and here's the thing. And I, I don't, you don't, please don't answer this. Cause it will take, it will kill an hour. <laughs> <laughs> we, can, we can talk about it later. I'll, I'll come to the bar. We can talk about it. Um, the God that I grew up believing in, he put those doubts in me, you know? And if, if, if I get up to, to heaven and that God doesn't go, Pete, you get, you were pretty good, dude. <laughs> you know, you're, you're okay. Well, you can come in, <laughs> you know, yeah. but, it, but if, if the God that, if I get up there and goes, you know, he didn't, you know, you did all that stuff, but then you went that other direction. You don't get in. How am I supposed to be okay with that? <laughs> I don't want to be that guy's buddy. I don't want to be part of your club, man. You know, it, it's, it's, uh, and again, I, I, I hope I'm wrong. Like I, I, and if I don't get in on a technicality, that pisses me off. <laughs> and I don't think I'm going to hell. I don't believe in the devil and pitchforks and fire and stuff like that. You know, I, that part of the book, I just think that might've been a little, they were kind of taking poetic justice. Um, but, uh, you know, that's just me. That That's how I think. Any, I'm not shitting on anybody. I wouldn't have you. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. no but okay. actually, uh, that's one of those things you were asking about my, my moniker on Facebook, like uh, a Christian or a pastor, but it's not like that. Or, yeah, yeah, or yeah. Because yeah. Like, cause that would be one of those conventional assumptions that people have of me as soon as they know what I do. Yeah. Oh, this guy has all the answers or thinks he has all the answers um, and knows what happens how to you. How you ever have like, all the answers? Well, and I'm like, how, how did Christians just become synonymous with people who have these fixed ideas about what happens to you in the great unknown? Yeah. No but, one knows. We're, we're never going to know. I have no idea. I mean, for, for me, it's a, it's a tradition of, of 
opening that yeah. sort of wonderment and that and that mystery. Not I love know, the idea of, 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 of faith and 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 um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for. I I love the idea of, of of believing that passionately about something. I don't believe that passionately. I love my wife and I love my dog, you know. And in the end, I think it's when those last dying breaths. All I want to be is my dad. I want to be able to say I love you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm gonna miss you. Mm-hmm. I hope I'll see you someplace else. I don't know. You know. Uh, well, tell the kids where we can find your church. We're at, uh, on the east side of Orlando. We're uh-huh. just north of the airport, about five minutes. A perfect place to go grab a beer before you're... Because next time I travel, I'm going to be hanging yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we, do, uh, we do drink specials all day, every day for people in the uh, airline industry. Just cool. throwing it out there. Yeah, yeah um, I did not know we, that. Uh, anyway, we're... That's a plug in the middle of nowhere. No, that's fine. We're, uh, that's what we're uh, here we're for. We're at uh, 6820 Hoffner Avenue. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, that's just between Cimarron and Goldenrod. It's if, easy to find. Yeah. And we found that, uh, Google has, has still been sending people too far. So if you, if it tells you to go to that little alley, yeah, look for the flag and the, the, the yeah, windmill just look for, we, Yeah. We got a flag and a windmill out front. So it's it's, church. If, if you're listening and you, you want to go check out this church, it's, it's, there's a church there. You guys put in a stage and you got, you got some pews. Pews is a funny word, isn't it? Yeah. And that, yeah. and that stage serves everything in our space. Cause, you because part of, a, part of the whole yeah. point of doing this is yeah. breaking down the sort of invisible barrier between sacred and secular so that normal life is spiritual life and spiritual life is normal life i know some comedians who, who are going to be doing some stuff out there you do yoga yep. you got yep. food trucks live music yeah and that it, kind of thing it's cool yeah and it's it, all it's all part of the same deal for us it's all it's all part of bringing people together um so that so that any barriers between between people can be broken down and we can make new friends and, and if you're if you're thinking about checking out to be the beer is really your, your brewer is really good uh, and you're not going to get up to the the the, uh, the bar, and someone is going to try to try to, hey, come come join the church. You're not gonna, you're not going to get that. And if I go to if I go to church on a Sunday morning at eleven eleven, can I have a beer during church? Uh, it's yeah no we, we haven't actually we did do that in the early days yeah, yeah. we haven't been doing that simply for a logistic reasons because people are going we, back and forth to the bring, no no, the no more like then we got to bring a bartender in they got to oh, yeah, clinking yeah. around but then they're kind of just sitting there while we were you know they're not i get it. making tips yeah and that kind of thing so. all, right. all right just just wondering but we're not opposed to it on principle yeah we, no we I, always have a beer right you, you are a brewery yeah, yeah. so yeah, that, yeah. that's cool it's it's very cool i'll put links in the show notes um thing number two i know about you is uh i took a look at your twitter <laughs> been a little uh unmaintained for a while no no you're you're, you're tweeting a little bit but uh, we're gonna take a uh a, a real quick look at october 2016 all right wow <laughs> i don't know why i think this is fun like to do. i said <laughs> I, I i don't know why i think this is funny to do but uh on uh, uh october 19th you said man sometimes your hair does all the work for you <laughs> You got a good head of hair. I, I, I think maybe you got a li- little bit of going on up here. It's receding. How's the back? Quickly. How's this part? Back still seems fine. See, you're fine. You can get one of those hipster haircuts. You're golden for the next couple years. I got years. a certain Germanness in me that's just it's now. Just I'm right there. Yeah, I, but but uh, enjoy while you have it, son. You, you, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Some days. <laughs> um, on October twentieth, all in one great big. Uh, um, like again, I, I, I guess it's a hashtag. Uh, you wrote. Johnny Resnick of the Goo Goo Dolls wrote some legitimately good lyrics, and then it, you said, there, I said it. <laughs> <laughs> it 
Well, we were just talking about that earlier. Like yeah. you're you're a huge YouTube fan. Yeah, I like the Google I, Dolls in too. College, yeah, yeah, high school. I was a big Incubus fan. We were talking about these bands that fall out of grace because they were too popular at one point, and now it's passe. I saw the Google Dolls in a, a bar on Fairbanks. That's no longer there. It's actually a law office. It was a place called the Fairbanks and the FBI. And uh, I saw the Google Dolls right when uh, whatever that record that had name on it yeah, yeah. Uh, came out. And uh, Johnny Resnick, a handsome man, a good head of hair. But now he's, I think he's a little bit plastic surgery happy. Uh, I said it, you didn't. Uh, um, he, he got on stage. He said, uh, uh, I, we just made a video for this song. And he said, I hate this song. <laughs> and he started playing name. And that line, a tired song playing on a tired radio. Yeah, like, he just nailed it. He, he nailed what the rest of his career was going to be yeah. about, you know. Yeah. But they 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 write a, a, the, a the, wicked good song. The puzzlement of the Goo Goo Dolls is their their albums are completely hit or miss. Yeah, 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 yeah. You get you give a song a ten or you give it a one, yeah. and there's no in between. I joined them uh, when Superstar Car Wash came out, the the album before the big album. Okay, I saw them open up for Soul Asylum. And they they're they're really great live. At least they were back then. I mean, again, uh-huh. they're, he, he's probably my age, so he's probably in his fifties. Get a little winded when you run across stage, but uh, <coughs> then I saw him at the FBI, um, and I could tell he wasn't comfortable with his place, and because he knew he was going to be bigger. And they were they were like a punk rock band. I mean, mm-hmm. like they were not Brooklyn. They were part of like uh, New York. And the, one of their their first albums, I think it's called Jeb. There's a song called uh, Don't Beat My Ass with a Baseball Bat. Like, and they, they were just kind of a dirty bar punk band. But I agree with you on that one. Uh, and <laughs> and then um, uh, on uh, uh, October 25th, you wrote, when you're 30-something strumming flake, fake plastic cheese damn it when you're 30 something strumming fake plastic trees on a guitar and you realize you're a cliche <laughs> you're funny on twitter man you need to get back on the twitter Maybe i should bring it back yeah yeah because I I, I, I I i have this this love hate relationship with twitter i enjoy taunting the president on there like i'm sure the cia is going to meet me at my door someday you know it's interesting because you're reading a lot of these from uh october 2016 yeah and I was very active at the time, and I think I I think that election, everything that I wanted to say, even if it was kind of funny, was just becoming so angry and toxic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. After that time, no, I noticed I, I a think little. That's that. when I really unplugged. Yeah, I I noticed it. It got a little darker after, after that. <laughs> that's why I that that was your funny month. Like because I looked around a little while I was watching TV. And that, that that was that was your funny month. Like yeah. that, that I was like, I can work with this. I can find something. I went from quirky quirky lines about fake plastic trees to, to uh, like, what does it all mean? I just <laughs> I just like envisioning you, you know, drumming a guitar and then because occasionally I'll find myself doing something. That's like, God damn, I really got to stop being you know, doofus <laughs> older hipster dude. <laughs> you know, it, it's a, <laughs> but I, I like Twitter. I just can't spell, so it, it's really really hard for me. It'll take me. 25 minutes to write something sure. and then I'll, I'll put it up there and someone will, will hashtag like misspelled or something. So I, I very rarely do. I put some every now and then I have moments of genius, Yeah, but it's mostly just tweeting at the president or show things. Uh, <laughs> thing number three, I know about you. What's your Twitter handle? You changed it. Uh, at real Jared Witt. Okay. That's because <laughs> there's so many impersonating you. I, I decided that it, I need, it need to be more pretentious. Okay, <laughs> it works. <laughs> no, um, drop, drop. 
Uh, thing number three I know about you is uh, you you met my mom. I did. <laughs> yeah. You said you said uh, you said she was wicked cool or something. I did. It's funny how people look at are your are your mom and dad around. Actually, they're just flying into town this morning. That's they nice. live in Colorado normally. Oh, uh, that that's a, you're not blowing off mom and dad to come on my stupid podcast, are you? No, no. no. Okay, good. No, they're going to be here for like two weeks. Oh, I that's think. nice. Have they been to the 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 brewery church? They have, but it was right as we were opening. We still weren't selling beers. We only had two on tap. They must be immensely proud of you. Uh, I I I like to think so. Yeah, yeah. I, I, they are. Yeah. yeah, they've they've expressed that in numerous ways. They bragged to their friends about it, but it, there was so much. They were very confused about what this vision was. Exactly, it's a confusing thing. Like, it, I, not yeah. not out of like they're they're not <clears throat> teetotalers or anything yeah, like yeah. that. It was more out of like is is Jared burnout and quitting the ministry and this is his <laughs> escape they, route are they lutherans also did you grow up in the church they are yeah 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 and and i actually you know i have a f- when i was younger maybe i have a few experiences but I, I i have a really hard time relating to people who have been burnt by the church i've since done a lot of conversation and mm-hmm. counseling with people who have been hurt by church but i had a great church experience yeah, i had, I had a really up, good so. one too until i turned 19, yeah. 18 19 and sure. people yeah. started picking on me because i had long hair and, and it's, it's just uh yeah yeah but, uh, that, that's all, that, all that's to it, say I, I, it, it's I, just this is not about me it's, it's yeah. about you uh you met my mom she came in she drinks a beer my mom's not a, a beer drinker but i was like you got to check this out this is this is a, a cool radical new idea uh in the church and i knew she enjoyed it and she left in a really good mood and you were very gracious and kind to her. So thank you for being nice to my mommy. Of course. Yeah, she's yeah. Uh, <clears throat> she's the very definition of what a good Christian should be. My mom and my brother. You know, they don't they're they're not in your face about it. They they do they do all the things. My mom, uh volun- she's uh seventy eight, I think. I'm not sure. Uh she volunteers, she does communion at church, she she brings flowers to people in the hospitals, she brings balloons to the uh, to the she rides around with teddy bears in her car in case she sees a sad person. Really? Yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm laughing because that's so no, sweet. No, no, it's, so it's wonderful. She, she, she's, like, not... she's ridiculously wonderful. She drives me crazy. <laughs> she, she's the only person who's made me cry in the last ten years, probably. Really? I, I, she's, I, I mean, she's a mom. I'm sure there's things your mom does that sure. makes you really mad. You know, um, I, I, uh, I, I love her. I think she's hilarious. Uh, so thank you for being nice to my mom. She likes your bar. Well, I'll probably wind up going to church there next time she's in town. Oh, wonderful! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll check it out. I just got to get up in the morning. Um, these are three things. Real quick, don't overthink this. Uh, right now, as you sit there, there are no wrong answers. Top three bands, or singer, songwriters, or performers, or rappers, or whatever in your world right now. Go. Oh, jeez. And can I limit it to like any okay like, all right you, no. you make you make I've, the rules I've been, these, this is in your head this is how you perceive the question it's it's all over the place but um I've been really taken for like two three years with a singer-songwriter named Noah Gunderson okay that sounds interesting what is a Noah Gunderson he's kind of he's making a following for himself out in the Pacific Northwest okay um got a beard flannel no he's acoustic he, guitar no he's, okay he's a very the, skinny hipster with, okay He's all tatted up and sings very sad songs. All right, Noah Gunderson. Yeah. I like it. I'm going to try it out. Go ahead. Um, I Actually, I was noticing Colin Hay up there. Uh, he's so like good. Yeah, love he, him. He's such a... I, I got a chance to uh, talk to him for about a, a second and a half when uh, I, he played Park Ave CDs. And uh, I've seen him a number of times. Yeah. Uh, he comes through town all the time. Like, if, you, if you, he plays the plaza, go see him. Like, he, he's... I mean, just so beyond the Men at Work stuff. The Men at Work would, like, I when I was in high school, Men at Work were a huge band. 
There's a good documentary on Netflix about him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, that if you haven't seen it, I strongly advise okay. you. You yeah. get a new respect for him. You need me. I need one more, please, sir. Oh, reaching. I mean, just reaching back further than what I've been fixated on the last couple of years. Uh, I, I, I've always loved Tool. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, he's a, he's a maynard. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's a, a interesting cat, isn't he? Yeah. He does wine. Does he still making the wine? Actually, we had two people from our church who just vacationed out there to go see his his winery, and yeah. they brought back all these. Uh, I was so jealous. Yeah. But uh, they said it was fantastic. They said he doesn't. The you know you might hear Tool in the background in the in the <laughs> wine room, but yeah. it, they don't overplay that. It's it's fully about the wine. He's very serious about it. I, I love any any band that that. I, uh, have they made rec- music at all anymore? They're they're always they're like perennially working on an okay. album. Yeah, see, it's I, like I like every that. Fourteen years. Yeah, that they the, the Guns N' Roses. Of, yep. But you know, uh, I I love anybody who who perceives their art as I'm, I'm only going to put it out there when it's uh, uh, when I like it. And they they all yeah. have a ton of other projects. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, absolutely. Just... I mean, I, I I this is the most artistic thing I've ever done. And I, I don't like when this comes out, I'll edit it the night before. So I don't go, I, I, I've made a horrible mistake, yeah. <laughs> you know, but the, they, they're serious about their art. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm kind of serious about this. Uh, top three books. I'm sure you've read some books. Yeah. Uh, I mean, <laughs> that look on I, your face. I got some books. Uh, I, <laughs> I would need to, I would really need to narrow That's it a, to like fiction, nonfiction, theology. Just, just all and, the, the top, you top, the ones that come oh, off the top Lord. of your head. Okay. Um, so, okay. So, <laughs> this is uh, the hardest I'll, question I'll pick the one podcast. for me. I'll pick from one each and how okay. I like break down my, my Hit me. Uh, Patrick Rothfuss, the, the King Killer Chronicles okay. series All right. is just phenomenal. That engaging. sounds fun. Yeah. Uh, I, I, uh, man, I can't. Two more. I, oh, okay. Um, okay. Nonfiction. I would say one of the most important books that I've read mm-hmm. recently would be *The Righteous Mind* by Jonathan Haidt. Okay. Um, talking about why why both socially and and economically conservative minded people and economically and socially liberal minded people are talking past each other and just can't have a conversation. That sounds interesting. Um, I'll write that down. Phenomenal. When... Yeah, book. yeah. Um, and then if I were to recommend just a theologian for everyone um i'd say walter brueggemann i think i've heard of that name i think someone's brought that up before he's he's uh accessible is a is a word i gotta i gotta be careful about throwing out but he's <laughs> he's uh he's he's phenomenal okay you don't i, I don't need a degree in philosophy to understand <laughs> i i would say not okay good yeah. I, i'm not i just told you i'm not a very good reader like it's i love reading i wish i had a copy of my favorite book in here uh it kind of explains where I am religiously. Okay, what's uh, that? It's a book. Uh, it's a hippie book, uh, which it does. It hasn't aged well, but I, it's a book called Illusions by Richard Bach. Okay, you know, you know that that silly hippie book, uh, Jonathan Livingston Siegel. Are you familiar with that? It sounds fun. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those books in the '80s that everybody went bananas about. Uh, why did I do jazz hands when I said bananas? <laughs> Bana- bananas. All of a sudden, I'm Charles Nelson Riley. Uh, um, <laughs> Uh, it, I, 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 I dug deep into his catalog and this is another, it's, it's not a deep catalog book, but it's his other famous book. And it's, a it's, I usually I have a couple of them sitting here, but then I'll just give them to people. Yeah. And it just kind of explains where I am in the world. Um, which is really important, right? Like it's, it's nice to be able to say like, he, this, this, I'm giving you this gift, yeah, whether yeah. it's an album or it's a, yeah, it's yeah. a book, but you're I, like, it's, 
this it, kind of like helps you understand me. I, I, I think that's really, I like giving people books. Like if I, re, if I have a book that I'm done with, I, I usually will go, you want, you just take that, you know, and, uh, if you can't give it back to me, give it to somebody else if you like it. And if not, just throw it away or burn it or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, that, it's just so hard to explain. And top three films, real quick, go. Don't don't overthink this. Goodwill Hunting. I'm a cliche. No, it's good. Uh, that, that's not cliche. That's a great film. Dead Poet Society. I'm a cliche. Also a great film. Did I mention I'm a cliche? Probably Braveheart. Okay. I don't know. No, that's, that's, those, are, those are three really <laughs> solid answers. I also, and you did it fast. No, yeah, but if you if you give me some time to think, I'll think of some more that's pretentious fine, but this, ones. This, you know, that's like, the, everybody. If I lightning round, I'm yeah. like, yeah, I'm not going to impress anyone the with my selections. Thing. The, everybody hates the book part, and you nailed that, my friend. Um, there are no wrong answers. I, I I might poop on you a little bit if it's something I hate. Like okay. if you said Limp Biscuit, I might argue with you a little. But uh, you don't mind to make fun of something you you love, even if it's Limp Biscuit and it sucks. <laughs> you you were assigned a task to come at me with three questions. This is your chance for you to ask me the first and only uh, the first of those three questions, young man. Okay, I got them on. I got them on my phone. That's fine. You, that that's that's. Not I'm not deal. breaking the phone rule. That's nah, fine. Oh, okay. So this is because um, uh, you you made a nice little uh, Instagram story plug for Castle Church. Yeah. for the podcast. Appreciate it's the least that. I could do. No, Thank no problem. That. I like your church. I like your church. I like your beer. Notice the dog in the background because I'm a dog person. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So everybody, everybody has you know reasons they love dogs that they rattle off right away mm-hmm. what i wanted to ask is what's what's the most overlooked good quality of dogs i uh, i love the fact that when i wake up rosie's head goes up and she looks at me yeah as if it, we it, everything in this house has had not everything but a lot of things in this house has a voice i grew up in, like theater kid in high school so everything's got a voice so uh her voice She's German, so and she does. German's not her first. Uh, that's her 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 language. Yeah, English isn't her first language. She doesn't know a horse. She'll look at me and go, "Papa," and look at me and and uh, time to go. It's like, she, <laughs> and I'll go, "No, baby, lay down." And she'll put her head back down, and I can see her thinking, "That's good. It's good here. Yeah, that, that's good." <laughs> um, and I I just I just love the fact that she loves being here <laughs> you yeah, know I, yeah. I i i love the fact that she's decided we her are her pack she'll defend us you know she wants to be where we are i think i think she's a little sad when we're not around i'm sad when she's not around you know i i like i said i, I will never have kids this is close i'll have to ever have a daughter yeah uh i i love i think i guess it falls under the unconditional love like and yeah. everybody talks about that all right i love the fact that she she doesn't do this for me but she waits at the door around the time that my wife is that usually comes home. She she she'll sit there and look out the window waiting for for. Uh, I I love that. I want to love. I love my wife. I love my dog. I said it earlier. I want to love something that much that all I will do is stare waiting. Yeah, that's beautiful to me. That that's, really is. Yeah, yeah. It's it's uh. And I mean, I, I know her world is simple. She's not the brightest girl. Well, and you hi- you highlighted something like there's there's a certain tragedy to unconditional love. Oh, and and, and anybody, especially in dogs, though, because you know they don't know any better. They yeah. you know, and I don't I don't know if she loves me or the fact that I feed her. You know, uh, <laughs> right, uh, right. probably a little both. But people have that debate, and they're, and and especially people who want to downplay your connection with your dog, they're like, well, they're they're instinctually they're they're just using you for that, and you're you're like, well, maybe, but how do you how do you distinguish that from love? How how does any of us distinguish our our sort of selfish needs? Well, I mean, from in, 
like like the the idea of non-codependent love i don't believe in it is codependent you you demand or need this person to satisfy your own needs and And if you lose that it starts to break apart most love is is totally selfish like it's it's I, there, there are, I, I need my wife. I'm a better person when I'm around my wife. I'm a dick when my wife isn't around, yeah. you know, and I need her on other levels too. I mean, she, she takes care of me. She, she's the one who makes sure I don't make bad decisions. Sure. You know, uh, but I mean, I, it, Rosie would be fine without me. I'm sure Rosie, uh, other than running out into traffic and getting hit by a car, she would scrounge, she would get something, you know, and, and so would I. I would do exactly what Rosie would do if my wife wasn't around. Does that make any sense? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm thinking that's what I would do if my dog wasn't around. Yeah, yeah. I feel like my dog takes care of me mm-hmm. being, you know, emotionally sort of up and down. What kind and of dog are you? Volatile, volatile my whole life. I got a... Uh, three and a half legged uh, border collie mix oh yeah you're one of those people uh, who's uh, got a, a half a leg yeah dog? And, and i and i just say that because mm-hmm. that's not that's not like uh you know look at me because I, I rescued a three-legged dog that's more like uh <laughs> ladies yeah yeah check yeah. out my three <laughs> 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 husband material uh, uh, um okay i'm gonna ask you a question now uh should a smelly person <laughs> This is so dumb. I can't believe I'm hitting out with this one. Uh, should a smelly person be told that they smell? It, it it depends very much on your relationship to that person, I guess. Right. I mean, I, I think I think yeah, there you you have a onus on you as a as a friend. Let's say let's say <laughs> let's say Stinky Joe comes comes into the brewery. He comes in every day. Oh man! But but uh, there's always three seats to the right and to the left of stinky joe he's got a great personality leaves big tips yeah but he, he is stinky joe he's, he's joe but the other bar people call him stinky joe that's tough because it's a really good question because on face value i'm thinking no if i don't have that kind of relational background with joe it's not fair for me to yeah jump yeah in. but at the same time like i'm also thinking about it in terms of if stinky joe had a, a drinking problem no, no, he's just sticky Joe. No, just no, like I'm, I'm saying by yeah. analogy, if he had a drinking well, problem, you would and, tell, you would, yeah, you would, it would say, be, it would, hey, I would ease up on on the, the sauce, dude. It's 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 ruining your life. And, yeah, and and the the smell is probably it's affecting his relationships. Probably he's lonely. No one's sitting next he's to him. He's probably lonely. And, yeah, and, yeah. And, and if he could fix that one thing, he'd be popular, Joe. Yeah, he'd be popular, Joe. He'd be, and I assume maybe he's not a people person, but I assume he'd be happier, Joe. Yeah. yeah. So maybe it is, maybe I should step in there. Maybe it's sheer insecurity that I wouldn't want to be in the uncomfortable situation. I wouldn't want to take that on myself if I stepped in and said something to Joe, but it's all me stuff yeah, yeah. that would keep me from doing it yeah yeah well, there are no right answers <laughs> there are no wrong answers um making me wrestle with the hard questions though. okay and I, actually this one kind of is a, a boss one also but let's let's pretend you you opened a um uh, a frisbee store <laughs> why does it have to be a frisbee store uh uh if if you're the boss and one of your employees comes in uh, calls up and says that they're sick they woke up uh not feeling well that day do you accept that excuse uh, as given, or would you prefer that they give you a detailed answer? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I definitely wouldn't want to make them. I, I wouldn't want them to explain themselves because okay. someone was trying to manipulate. You could continue go on and spl- explaining and someone who has a legitimate reason could do the same. Yeah. And so at the end of the day, I would look at the track record, the long term. Like, is this habitual? Is this here's know? what I used to do when when I was in a situation when I wasn't coming up 
because I'm at the top of the mountain now. Uh, when when I when I would work for people, <laughs> I would call up with uncontrollable diarrhea. And actually, it's funny because I actually just got over uncontrollable diarrhea. But I would call up with uncontrollable diarrhea, or and I'd go, "Hey, man, I I I I I've got diarrhea." You always whisper it like to your boss, "I got diarrhea," and I'm throwing up a little. And then I would throw in, "It's coming out of both ends." <laughs> and you can always get out of work that way. You can't do, but you can't do it all the time because then they'll ask you to go to the hospital. <laughs> but if you're looking for, here's a scotch and good conversation tip for getting out of work. And you guarantee yourself no questions asked. Yeah, because no one wants to, no one to, wants to talk about diarrhea. Yeah, yeah. As yeah. opposed to what I ran into with like my my grandmother is sick or whatever. Like yeah. occasionally you get a really good boss who's super solicitous about it and like, yeah. oh, how can I, you know, whatever? How's she doing? Where can and I like send three flowers? Weeks, three weeks later, still asking about it. You're like, okay. Uh, yeah. That, can we just get to work? <laughs> yeah. No one's going to ask about the control a little diarrhea. So you're not, you're not background at the Frisbee shop. Uh, what about it? You're not asking, Hey, Hey, can you, can you give me a doctor's note? Uh, yeah, no, not at the Frisbee <laughs> shop. I, if, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I think I'm right there with you. I, uh, um, I think I, I probably give you two or three days, you know, if you're out two or three days, but if you're out like a week, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think I might, you know, Hey, can you, uh, I've been fortunate enough to be when I have been in the position of boss. Yeah, hire good people first of all. I, yeah, and I've yeah. been fortunate enough to to work with sort of small and stable enough staff that I can I can really gauge personalities yeah, at yeah. a meaningful level. But if if you are in an, if you're in a place like some people have to manage a super target. Yeah, and they're just going to have this revolving door of people, so you don't necessarily have the luxury. <clears throat> yeah, there's of always the footlock. Really knowing yeah. your people. Yeah. Question number three for you. Uh, on August on August eighth, uh, two thousand nine, you did one of those Facebook thingies. <laughs> Sorry, I, you're 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 a hard read, dude, because because you, you you don't have a lot of stuff on Facebook for me to go back in. So, uh, uh, you did one of those Facebook thingies where where it, you it was like uh, use your favorite band to answer these questions. Oh no! And yeah. your favorite band at the time, which I'm I can get behind, uh, is uh, Rage Against the Machine. Okay. Solid band. I don't know if you still like them. I kind of oh, think of course, we, yeah. we need them now. Who wouldn't? Yeah. I we, need them to come back. We need, well, I say it all the time. We need uh, 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 John Stewart and we need Rage Against the Machine right now. They would make the world a little more tolerable. Uh, I'm just going to go with a couple of the questions. I'm doing all of them because there's like 10. Uh, but I'm going to give you, you give me your, your initial answer and then we can, we can uh, compare it to your answer that you gave back in 2009. Okay. I mean, and I, you, you might be heavy into the rage back then, so I, you, this I, I might be harder. These, I hate these questionnaires on Facebook, and yet at the same time, I, I vaguely, I might regret this, but I remember doing this one pretty well. Okay, good. No, I think you <laughs> nailed a lot of it. Yeah, you didn't answer one, which which is you, you, but you had a solid reason. I'm not including that one. Uh, describe yourself using a, a, a title of a Rage Against Machine song. Are you giving me my answer? Or no, no, I, you give I, me one, give and, you, okay. and right. then, then I'll, I'll tell you what you put in, in uh, 2009. Um, man, now it's, I testify. Okay. Uh, solid. Nice. Nice answer. But that's not the right one. But, <laughs> but it is the right one because, because there are no wrong answers. You wrote a voice of the voiceless. Oh, that's so much better. And it's a really good one, dude. That, I that, wish I, I wish I could actually honestly still identify with that. When, I, you're, when you're younger, it's a lot easier to say that. Yeah, were, were you uh, going to missionary in 2009? You said you'd been doing it for five years. 
Oh, I still consider myself. Yeah. That's one of those reframes. Yeah, of yeah. What that word means. Okay. Like, I mean, I still consider. No, I, I like. I like that. That was. A, that's a good answer, especially at how old are you in two thousand nine? Your twenties. I would have been twenty two. Look that that see yeah that that's that's a good one. Okay. But I still I still look at it as more like it's it's more in a practical way. Yeah. yeah. When you're twenty two, no, you're like I'm a voice of a voice. I know that's you're I Zach. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, how do you feel? Uh, bullet in the head. Oh wow, that makes me sad. Just, I, I don't actually. It just like I, it worked. Uh, back back in two thousand nine, you were calm like a bomb. Nice. I know, right? I tell, I'm telling you, man. You, um, uh, your best friends are <laughs> the first one that came to mind was ashes in the in the fall. That, that's fine, <laughs> no, but no, uh, pe- that's not fair. people of the sun. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I know, right? That 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 was a good one. You got two more. Uh, what, and I think you're gonna nail this one. I, I'm, a, I'm feeling good about it. Okay. What's the best advice you've been given? Know your enemy. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of gave you a hint. Um, um, uh, what's the weather? Uh, did I say ashes in the fall for that one? No, you said it's a beautiful world, which which I like. Oh, I like that. Do you know that's you know Except that's such an ironic but it's beautiful a, world song. Yeah, it's a diva. Well, I love diva. That's a good record. That that uh, that covers album. Yeah, it's a pretty solid record. It was a good album. Yeah, it was a very good record. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's, uh, Renegades of Funk is my uh, go to in karaoke. Oh wow! I'd like to see you do that. I, uh, Are you a karaoke? I, I kill it. I absolutely listen. I I try humility when humility is called for, but this is not one of those cases. <laughs> I, I destroy. Yeah. Renegades of funk. I, I, I um. I, they they to me were the most important band of the nineties. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, and talk about uh, like I I hope they come back in any incarnation. Actually, that 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 project uh zach de la roche however you say his last name he did something and i can't remember the name of it uh something about lions or uh lying like lions or something yeah i really like that but uh the other the other guys have never been really too terribly into whatever they were doing uh tom whatever i like what he does usually sometimes tom tom is great and i saw one of the best things i've ever seen um where he made some comment on instagram some political comment Mm -hmm. and uh someone was angry about what he said and their their thread comment was oh and i suppose you have a phd in something something political history Uh and he's like yeah actually i have a phd in something something (laughs) political history it was phenomenal well actually yeah would you would you like a photo of it (laughs) that's that's yeah he's uh there there i love it when smart people to get together and make something beautiful yeah uh and then destroy it i I love this yeah Yeah. and that that uh very satisfying yeah well i i even kind of was in when they uh they teamed up with the the, uh chuck d from public enemy and uh uh, the dude the dude from um uh, insane in the membrane what Cypress band? Cypress Hill, Hill. Yeah. They, they did a, a, like a brief thing that was actually kind of it almost went to that got to see Rage Against Machine uh, in the in the early 90s didn't know who they were but I was blown away like that, I, this was one of the first Lollapaloozas I was there and I was like yeah like who are they they're interesting those strapping fellows will go someplace I saw their I saw their I think their last big concert at Coachella yeah I think it was their last what's that like is that is that just too much it seems like it just would be too much it was it was great. I mean, it was phenomenal. I was twenty one. 
Oh, the perfect time to go to Coachella. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, but it, I was so dehydrated by the end of the day. And, always and drink because water. it was rage and yeah. because it was like probably their last, like you had to get there at like five to be anywhere near the stage and they yeah. didn't go on till like 11 or 12. Oh, wow. That's crazy. And I was just, it was 96 degrees and I was yeah. dehydrated. Got my yeah. toes stepped on because I wore flip flops. Oh, but never but wear I, I do remember their, their first song. Show. Their first song was Testify. They came yeah. out, and of course, they're all just like they look like almost somber, like they're not playing it up or anything. And then you hear this, like how to Testify began, and from that point forward, I didn't care. Like, they, I just you can stomp on my toes all day long. They uh they toured with the Wu Tang Clan for a minute. That that, that must have, that must have been a fun show, and not even a particular. I I like the the Wu. I just like first of all I just like saying the woo. <laughs> I, I like I like the woo more as a concept. I love me some old dirty bastard. Are you insider enough to call it the woo? I I I, I am the second best podcaster in Atlanta, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm number two. <laughs> it's also like saying I'm number two. Okay. Um, the, the readers of the Atlanta Weekly have voted me second best. So yes, I can call the woo the woo. Okay. And also, I, I'm not sure if I pronounce it. It's the Wu Tang Clan. Like I, I, I don't, I've been corrected a number of times, so I just prefer to say the woo as if I'm down with ODB. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like when my brother calls. Uh, uh, there's an old, uh, old dirty bastard song that that uh, that that plays. I, I like I like I like old dirty bastard more than I like the Wu Tang Clan. Yeah. Anyway, they toured with Rage Against Machine. That must have been interesting. You're also still the guy programming individual actual songs for each of your friends and and family uh yeah i'm well i mean i don't know um when uh, my brother uh uh calls it's old dirty bastard when my wife calls it's superfly and everybody else uh uh it's um um uh, uh eric b and rakim i'm a little hip i mean those are old people <laughs> but that's cool you know i made my own ringtones Huh? Huh? <laughs> I don't know. I I think it's cool. <laughs> um, um, uh, here's a commercial. February is finally here. The winter is over. The temperatures are cool, and you want to go out and grab a beer. And you do not want to settle for something yucky. You want craft beer. Red Light Red Light has been doing craft beer in Central Florida since the beginning of the craft beer movement with award-winning in-house brewing 300 plus bottles and cans friendly bartenders food trucks all in a comfortable cool environment red light red light is your place the one place you need to go for craft beer they're located in the audubon park garden district at 2810 Kareem Drive. Going tonight, grab yourself something yummy and let them know you heard about them on Scotch and Good Conversation. And also, uh, with that product, we have we have whiskey, uh, Scotch whiskey, and there, it is made by Compass Box Whiskey. If you enjoy quality whiskey, get yourself some Compass Box. They're the cat's meow. And also... We have buttons, <laughs> uh, pins, little things you put on your backpack and your, your jacket. And, and they are made by a guy called Your Button Guy. He's on Instagram. That's the only way to get a hold of him. Like if you need buttons for your brewery or your band or your uh, family gathering, he makes big orders. He makes lo- uh, little orders. Your Button Guy on Instagram. He's my button guy. He should be your button guy. Your second question for me, please. There's a big difference between podcast interviewing and like 
you know, old like morning radio, yeah, yeah. Wah, 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 like that kind of thing. Like, <laughs> oh, I still want to do one of those. Trust me, <laughs> I, that would, that would, I, I have nothing more than I want a soundboard. Oh, wooga! Yeah, yeah. What do you What do you think that transition into this? This it, it seems to me that there's a whole culture around podcasts, yeah, yeah, interviews, absolutely, and and that that culture seems to be uh, a little more in touch with maybe its effeminate side. It's not. It's not. It doesn't have a ton of there's not as much machismo yeah, that yeah, I, I find so. in that in that culture. Yeah, um, it seems to be a little more broad and open-minded, um, a little more open to some some level of vulnerability. What do you think that says about our culture and where our culture is at? That that's that that's evolving and and really, I don't know if you agree that it's taking the place of radio. Oh, but, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, um, like terrestrial radio is is. So it's what? Why is the, why thing. that transition? What's going on? I I think people want more truth. You know, I, I think people want to hear like like more stories. I my interviews. I, I like I said, I don't, I'm proud of my interviews. I don't I don't think they're a normal interview. I I I've been able to get stuff out of people that that you normally wouldn't get. I, uh, you know, I I I always I, I would say you know. I, I would I would go and look up an interview with Bono. Like we talked about YouTube before we turned on uh, on the microphones. I'd look up an interview with Bono, and then you know he'd do an interview at this radio station, an interview at this radio station, and it's the same interview time and time and time again because the the they their PR people would hand the DJ a a scripted thing, and you're going to talk about this, gonna, and they could kind of go off the script a little bit. But to me, you know, we're going to plug your church, but we're going to find more about Jared. You know, we're going to find out, you know, what makes Jared tick. And that's, that's the interview I wanted to hear. Um, and so I gravitate towards uh, like Mark Marin. Like I, I love yeah. Mark Marin's yeah. style. Uh, Joe Rogan, I can give or take, like sometimes he's, he's hit or miss. I mean, his shows are, are, he's hit or miss, but he, I think like he's not someone who I could probably sit down and, and spend a whole lot of time with without getting annoyed. I'm yeah. sure he probably think I'm not saying I'm better than anybody at all. Yeah. You know? uh, but uh, I, uh, Mark Maron, uh, Letterman. Man, have you seen the new Letterman show on Netflix? The interview show. It's really good. It's I've only real, seen it a couple it, times. It's but. oh, it's he's always been one of my heroes as far as the way he talks to people. And there's not a a whole lot of bullshit in him. Yeah. And now he's got that format where he can do whatever he wants. And he really doesn't. There's no pressure for him to be funny, which I think he's very funny. Yeah, but, he's hilarious. But he's. Um, I think it, it it feels like it comes from this genuine place that he's so curious about people. He's just he's interviewing people he wants people. to talk to. Yeah. You know, and and I love the I. I always feel bad cursing in front of you, but uh, he's got <laughs> he, he, he he's got he's got fuck you money. You don't know me very well. Yeah, he's got fuck you money, and and, yeah. and he it's it must be nice to you know to get you know Jay Z. Hey, want to come sit down and talk? I I'd love to interview Jay Z. I, I don't think he's going to come in my house. You know, yeah, yeah. I I don't have fuck you money, but but I I, I think I think if Jay Z came to town and I could get, I think he would enjoy the interview. Sure, you know because it's not a, a normal interview, and I I I think. This is because of the freeness of podcast. I think this is where, not necessarily, I, I'm I'm starting this, but this style of, of interview, this long form, you can go as I can go as long as I want. Yeah, you know, and I can go on a, any tangent I want. Yeah, and if I if I see the 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 interview going this way, I can bring it back over here a little bit, or you know, I can I or I can just go off and just just do my own thing. I love that. I I, I love the spontaneity of it. You know, like I said, I have a format. If we start to go long, I might reel you back in. Sure. But no one tells me what to do. 
And and I, I think most podcasters are like that. And I think that's that's why we enjoy that this kind of conversation. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Did I answer your question? Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and the other thing I thought you might, the direction I thought you might take that is because you're so intentional about saying we turn off our cell phones. We, yeah, yeah. We, I mean, it, it really seems like it's such a, it, it uses technology to really be a technological counterculture. Absolutely. Where you do argue about what your Roger Staubach retired or, or something in more geek culture that I'm not thinking of or, or no. whatever it is, whatever yeah, yeah. your thing is. But you, the point is like, no, we're doing this and there's energy in this interaction whether or not we know what it was it was me it was me being selfish i just didn't i didn't want my friends looking at their phones and 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 i also didn't want to look at my phones this this right here is it's the least i look at my phone i'm a 51 year old man who's addicted to his iphone i'm very aware of this and um if i didn't have the podcast i would get rid of my facebook i'd probably not have a twitter although i i I use it for news and, and taunting (laughs) <laughs> and I know Donald Trump doesn't read my tweets, but it, but it makes me really happy to, to to say, "Hey, Donnie, your hands are teeny. You know, <laughs> you know, you're a billionaire. Can you please get a suit that fits? <laughs> you know, your tie is too long. You're that's not your real hair. I just like, you know, it's childish. I I know he doesn't see, it, but it makes me feel really good. Yeah, you know, it, it's it it it's and I wish and I wish that there was a that there was a counterpoint. Uh, at the political like I, I i have great appreciation for people that are sort of resisting him in, in various <laughs> ways but i i sort of wish that they could uh realize where it where it actually hurts yeah yeah <laughs> hit no. him where it hurts don't, don't, talk, don't talk about this policy or that thing though you got to talk about his hands you're good you're a clown you wear makeup every day <laughs> <laughs> everyone knows you wear makeup you know <laughs> the newest uh uh I don't watch Family Guy anymore. I, I, I'm a more a Bob's Burger guy. Yeah. Uh, but the newest Family Guy, man, they, they're merciless. <laughs> uh, Peter Griffin gets a job at the White House somehow. The, the, on Donald Trump, his hands are so little. <laughs> they're just teeny little hands. <laughs> and and, and I, I, again, I, mean, I, I I think at that level, someone's uh, Donald might find out about that. And, and you know, it just makes him so angry. <laughs> like I, anyway, it's ridiculous. Um, as far as the internet, like I said, I, I, I'm addicted to my phone. So this is like the longest I'll go without without like touching it or, 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 you know, checking stats, looking at numbers for the, and it's, it's mostly like my phone, it's mostly business. I, you know, I'm checking download numbers. I'm looking at people joining the group. I'm saying, thank you for like, if you, if you join the Facebook group, Scott's a good conversationalist plug. Um, I would, will thank you. Like not, not, I won't send you because, you know, we got hundreds, we almost 800 uh, people in the group but uh, i i will i'll frequently go through when a, a group of like 15 people come through i'll say thanks for thanks for everybody for coming in thank you for being part of the conversation you know i i throw contest up in there so i'm constantly i it's it's like any other business and unfortunately now this is a tool for business mm-hmm. and before i did podcasts i did i sold stuff online so you know yeah. i was constantly that was a constant yeah checking emails returning you know uh, posting stuff it, it's it's part of life now but i but i mean i the first 32 years of my life i didn't have a phone was i happier i don't know maybe mm-hmm. you know i like what the phone can do but i like this more do you think that's related to the fact that for me it's it is interesting that people will and i do it all the time i have several podcasts that i follow and i don't i don't diminish it at all i love mm-hmm. it yeah but it's also 
I don't know. It's, it can be a little concerning that there are people who will sit here for for two hours and listen to just a couple people talking. Yeah. Which which they could do in their backyard. Oh, I, I, you know, they could do around a fire pit at any time. That's weird to me. And I, are, are they are they not finding that? Does it is it related to oh, technology I, culture? Is it? I, 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 that's a good question. Uh, I mean, I hope that they're finding that in their life but i mean i, I listen to interviews. and i say they yeah, yeah I, I do no, the same exact no no thing. i i listen to interviews you know. all the time like I, that's the majority of what i listen to um i i just think it's fascinating i think it's it's fascinating even if it's not a person that that you know i that, odds are like i mean i I've, i'm in 100 and i i stopped counting i'm over 100 different countries odds are a good chunk of those people don't know who i am mm-hmm. and odds are they they don't know orlando but I mean, it's it's just it's just interesting hearing about people, and, and you know, and I, I think my questions are interesting. Yeah, you know, I, I they're they're the kind of questions like if I heard them on the podcast, I would be answering them in my head. This is that that top three records thing, and top, like that that to me, you know, that that's that's one of the ways I judge a person. I know that's terrible; <laughs> it's the most shallow thing in the world. But, but I, I I like music, you know, and and I I I can talk about it endlessly. It's probably the thing I know the most about. Yeah. So I, I like I'll if you name a band that I don't know, I'll probably check it out. Yeah, you know I'll, I'll probably give it a listen. Uh, and if I could finish the book I started two years ago, I'll probably read one of those books. <laughs> I love reading. I've read all these books. I just don't have time or patience. Or I'm also, I'm I'm let's ride bikes. Let's let's yeah. go outside and play. I'm that guy. Yeah. So uh, I I love books. At some point in my life, I'll I'll, I'll turn the TV and the. the off and the computer off and then lay in bed and read books for the rest of my life. Uh, I hope those people, I hope I encourage people to have a conversation. Yeah. You know, I, I, at the end of every podcast, you know, I say, go out and play, you know, pet dogs, go out and play. If there's somebody in your life who looks like they, they need something, say, how can I help? Just, just talk to people. We used to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't know why we're not doing it anymore. And it, it's just so simple. Turn off your effing phone. Go out, go talk to your neighbor. I'm not that interested. <laughs> listen to my podcast. Download it. You don't have to listen to it. Just download it. Uh, um, you know, but go go ask the neighbor across the street something. And I'm guilty of that also. Like the man across the street is uh, he moved in in 1959. No, no, no. He moved in. Excuse me. He moved in in uh, uh, 1966. That's the year before I was born. Uh, you know, and I know little or nothing about him because I'm scared of him. <laughs> uh, but but uh, it's like, I mean, that's what I'm saying is let's let's as a society go, hey, can I help you with that? Or, you know, I'm Peter. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, uh, even if it's it's the it's the person making your coffee or something, you know, just say, hey, how's your day? They they yeah. might not be able to, to tell you their whole day. But if you got a couple seconds, you know, you know, hey, you know, you doing all right? You you smile you know. honestly that yeah. that yearning yeah to because i appreciate the randomness of that as well like um because if i if i actually sit down and have a conversation which i do i yeah. turn my cell phone off i have intentional conversations with people but it's typically someone who's reached out through a particular interest group and mm-hmm. that's how we got to know each other that's part of your job specific yeah. no 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 but yeah. not just that oh, just okay. friends who yeah, I yeah. go out they, they send me a text message I meet them at this time and location I know that they're interesting to me for this for this reason mm-hmm. uh, but what you miss in that 
when it's purely sort of fo- focused on what interest based or whatever, you have this select group of friends who you know you have something in common with. Is the guy across the street? Yeah, probably has really interesting stories. I'm sure he and, does. And, I'd and, love and, to have him on podcast. And then you and then you end up narrowing your world so much yeah. by by be by being able to funnel who actually gets a hearing with you. Yeah. through this thing. That's I guess that's one of the yearnings that led me to want to castle church in my life you know to want to start a place where just people show up that, and i can't the, i can't control it it's just who they are so i'm going to talk to whoever's in front of me that's the part of church that i love i love the people yeah you know and even the people like the church i grew up in even the people who i didn't love the people who you know picked on me as i got older because my hair got long or my <laughs> ear got pierced or you know i decided to do this or i i brought a girl that they deemed like not good enough to be in church yeah. you know i i uh, even those people, I still, you know, I, I, I look fondly upon them. They, they were nice to me at some point. I just like, I, I, I am as comfortable in, in my place in the universe, walking with my wife in the woods than I am in a church, you know? And, and I, you know, I, I, I meditate. I, I talk to something i'm just not exactly sure what you know and if anyone who says they're exactly sure what they talk to yeah when yeah. they pray is <laughs> doesn't interest me yeah well it's uh... <laughs> really like real like the the warp and woof of the cosmos and the cosmic whatever is my, is my... whole like you know exactly who you're talking to. <laughs> like, my, you know? my favorite God is the Homer Simpson God. He's, he's the only character in the Simpsons who's got five fingers. I don't know if you ever noticed that. Yeah. And Homer says, uh, I think he says, nice beard. Uh, uh, good beard smells nice. You know, I think that's how he describes him. And, and he puts his arm around Homer at one point. I, I love it. Like, I, I love the, <laughs> the whole concept. You know, I'm, I, I don't know. You know, I, I'm a... Uh, but but you know if it makes you happy and you're not hurting anybody, you go for it. That baby. might be harmless. Yeah, you know that's uh you you do your thing. I'll do mine, and we're all gonna get along. It's gonna be okay. Uh, you asked me a question. Question number four for you: What convenience did you take for granted until it was not available? Talking about cell phones. Not besides the cell phone. How about that? <coughs> that's a hard one, just because convenience is. I know, right? It's it's well, all about how you perceive the question. Well, they tend to always be additive, right? Like they, uh, the there's very few that go away once um, they're proven. Do you ever use really bad toilet paper? I have. Yeah, that's. Happening. Is that something that went away? No, but like sometimes you do. You, uh, ever go overseas? They have really horrible toilet paper. Oh, overseas. so you you miss the thing that you're in a context where you don't. Yeah, you know, that's that's yeah. A, that, yeah, that's, that's good. Okay, yeah. um, man, I travel with my pillow now. Yeah. Because I, I have pillow issues. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the one I notice right away is when I'm just because you mentioned traveling. Like if I have if I don't have a selection of like comfortable shoes uh-huh. and yeah. I realize the shoes I have oh, with me are uncomfortable. Yeah, I should have brought better, like, better walking shoes. I mean, I walk like 10 miles a day when I travel. So wow, like, good for you. you know, yeah, that's like, the way it's meant to be. Oh, Lord. Yeah. 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 <laughs> It's uh, it it's interesting. Like when when you you take away something that you take for granted, yeah, on a daily basis. I, like I said, we we went to uh, <clears throat> Portland last year, and I didn't pack my pillow. Yeah, and these pillows they were like the like paper. They were like this, thin. <laughs> and I tried to roll it up, and that was the only bad part of Portland was the the the. And we well, of course the Airbnb we stayed in it was beautiful. It all all uh, mid century furniture, and, yeah. and it was it was great. It was stunningly beautiful with these. Teen- little paper thin pillows <laughs> we still left her a good review but uh, uh 
you know, just those those little conveniences that make yeah. my life a little bit better, make make uh, the whole world a difference. I have noticed not to bring it back to the cell phones, but yeah, like, I have noticed just that initial. I don't know if panic's the right word. That sounds too dramatic, but yeah. just that initial like it's not with me. Right. I know, I and know. it really concerns me. Yeah, it no, really... I, it, it's weird, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I I put Rosie in the car this morning to go for a walk, and I realized that in my phone, and, and I don't ever leave her in the car, but it's it's a nice day, and and I I felt guilty for like literally the car was in the driveway. I locked it, came back in, undid the alarm, grabbed my phone, did the alarm, came back out. Like the, I was like I couldn't go for a walk. I couldn't take a half an hour or an hour yeah. walk without. I listen to podcasts in the morning. I check. I, I return emails and stuff. That's that's my office time. Yeah. Uh, but it, it becomes so, so part of your routine. So so part of who you are. You well, know? I, I, I think that's. I mean, because <coughs> people are always like, "Are you? Are you?" When I ask people about their religion or their spirituality yeah, or, yeah. or their God, um, the they're always like, well, I'm Presbyterian. Okay. I'm like, no, don't tell me about that. Like Luther, the the namesake who sort of founded our, our sort of, I know that dude. What, yeah. He, yeah. He's a good, brilliant thinker who, who said a lot of things that are very relevant today. And one, and that's how he defined a God is that, that thing that you have that initial, like, where is it? It's not here. Oh, it? Like whatever gives you that sense of panic when it's not there, that's your God. And right. just matter of factly. So I can say I'm a Lutheran all day long, but yeah. if the thing that actually causes that moment in me is my cell phone. Yeah. Unfortunately, well, I'm, a, I'm a cell phonist. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's, that's a, yeah. Yeah. I guess I think most of us. So you're, you're part of a huge, like a, see, we're talking about my mom. She's not a cell phonist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's a Lutheran. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is yeah. great. That's why I, you know, I idolize her. Like I, she's, she's one of the best Christians I know. Very best. Yeah, yeah. We should all be a little more and a little less like my mom. Uh, uh, <laughs> question number five for you: uh, What thoughts come to, into your head when you see yourself in the mirror in the morning? Well, a lot, a lot about the hairline. Your hair um, is fine. You'll be okay. I feel like it's held serve for about ten years. Yeah, I think you're good. You're, you're going to be all right. Because it seemed yeah. it seemed pretty dire when I was like 21, and it was exactly where it is now. No, I know. But I now know. I just realized now I'm just one of those guys with it's really far back. Yeah, yeah. it's you, fine. You seem fine. <laughs> I tell you, if you're going bald. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, I, I don't have a lot of. Usually, I'm. I, I've been pretty anxious in the morning since starting a business and I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like that. My first impulse is to want to check, you know, how we're doing yeah, and emails and, and that kind of thing. So I I've been trying to get into the practice of the first thing I look at is not my mirror, okay. which puts me in that place. Yeah. But, uh, my two little nieces whose pictures I put up oh, that's nice. to the side of the sink. I'm there like, you go. Starting I, your day off yeah, positive. I just want to think about something that's not yeah. my own little bubble of yeah. current concerns yeah it's uh at my point i i've in the last couple of years i've noticed my face change mm. which is strange like I, I i've noticed the like wrinkles like uh, i got these crow's feet thing happening and yeah and kind of drooping a little bit yeah you know and that that's that's very strange like if, if you ever look at the uh the facebook videos that i do like one the one you reposted thank you uh this morning 
there there that's that's like 10 videos of me trying to get my neck at the perfect angle so it doesn't look like i have a triple neck <laughs> and that and that video i found i was like i'm screwed i just have a triple neck yeah. <laughs> you know and i think that that's we all have vanity and we all want to to project our, our prettiest selves but yeah. uh i think there's also something really funny in in the fact that you know my face is starting to droop like yeah. I, I i as long as my wife loves me that's all i really care about um i think on new year's day I, I post it. I don't do selfies too terrible. I do the video thing because I think that's a good way to, to get my point across on the podcast and what it's about. But I don't do selfies too terribly often. Yeah. Uh, but I did a early morning, I drank too much, a New Year's Day selfie. And then I, I encourage people to take an early morning, I drank too much. Just be truthful. This is what you look like sure, on New yeah. Year's Day. Yeah. You know, if you're doing yoga on New Year's Day and you're beautiful, yay, you, you are winning at life. This isn't the forum for you, though. Yeah, this No, no, no. It could no. be the forum for you. I, I'm not, you oh, know, okay. I'm, right. it's such a good conversation. It isn't all about drinking. No, 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 yeah. no. I mean, yeah. when you did this, like post your hungover selfie. Well, it, it was, this is what I look like. What do you, it's a New Year's Day selfie. Okay. You know, did okay. you make good decisions or bad decisions? <laughs> I, I personally made some mildly questionable decisions. When we took Uber, we didn't drive. You know, we were surrounded by friends. That's all I really wanted to do. Yeah. You know, I, uh, uh, and, but, but I, I looked like, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, and today I haven't made any really horrible decisions and I got my, my, this is my second, third bottle of water. Yeah. You know, I took my vitamin this morning. I think I'm holding up a little bit. Yeah. We'll see. Ask me in a year. Vanity, vanity is <clears throat> a really interesting thing just because yeah. we, we all, we all have it. Everyone yeah. has it. And, yeah. and we all, most of us go through a phase where we try to deny that we have it or we, or we try to do something that's like, um, countercultural or whatever. Like, you know, I, I, my, my friend wore, uh, combat boots to prom instead of heels, mm -hmm. you know, or, or some of us go through a phase where we, where we dye our hair purple. Like we, we do something that says like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. yeah. But then it. It, it, it's it, it's it's still it's still there still there and it, and it still comes back and you hit like 30 or 40 and you're still there and then, then it's i don't know it ups the ante as you age probably yeah i think it, so it has for me yeah um, aging's an interesting looking at it from someone on the other side yeah like an older dude and i don't think i don't feel old 99 percent of the time uh but it, it, it's it's interesting it, it, it's it's but I th I feel like it's one of those things that you really only learn how to do it, deal with it in moderation by by being moderate yeah. about how well you deal with. It. Like I think the people who try to just expurgate it entirely from their life, just I'm not I'm not going to be vain. I'm gonna I'm gonna you know mess up my appearance or whatever. Yeah, I almost feel like it. It often I I have known people where that comes flooding back. 20 years later and they care as much as anybody and they haven't learned like more moderate tools of dealing with there's it. There's nothing wrong with, with projecting, you know, the, the, there's nothing wrong with trying to look nice and, and you know, it, especially if it's about yourself. We, we just watched a, a documentary about uh, that concert that happened. Like, like it didn't happen. Like where the kids paid like two grand to go out to this Island with models and, and uh like they, they got there and not it was basically I, I i kind of said this is all basically people who want to take selfies on the beach yeah. with famous people yeah and that's to me that that's that's part of vanity is like look, look at like, like throwing it out there so i think that's ridiculous but me trying to find a nice angle that i'm pleased with of my neck i, I again i know it's ridiculous but in the end i'm a little happier about it but i, I don't know i could be wrong like i don't i don't i i i don't I try not to speak uncertainties for anybody, anything else but myself on this podcast. Yeah. I always say I could be wrong. Like I, I, sure, yeah. you know, none of this might work for you. 
this is this is what works for me for the most part. I'm a pretty happy dude for the most like for the most part. I'm a pretty happy dude. Yeah, I, I get melancholy every now and then. I like I said, I my I realized my pop passed away, and I'm I feel like a terrible person for not knowing exactly if it was this day or yesterday. It was a shitty day in my life, and thankfully Facebook reminded me I had a shitty day in my life. <laughs> Thanks, Facebook. Thanks, Facebook. <laughs> um, you know, um, but uh. I, I don't even know how I got into that. You know, you for the most part, I'm pretty happy, you know, and for the most part, I'm pretty pleased with how I look and how I present yeah. myself. You know, I kind of do what I want to do. And, yeah. and and I think that might be an older guy's wisdom. I, I don't know. You know, I, well, I, that, that, that's kind of what I'm getting yeah. at. It, it sounds like an a older guy's wisdom. I wasn't going to place that on you, but you're you're saying. No, I'm very aware. <laughs> I'm 51, but, dude. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, yeah. I, I feel like I feel like um, sort of trying to deny any any. I feel like the older guy's wisdom is is realizing, okay, this is going to be a part of my life. I, I want to be presentable. I want to feel good about yeah, myself. Yeah. So I'm not going to go crazy about it. Yeah. I'm just going to like, I'm going to take care of myself and, yeah, and I, that'll be I, that. But I it's not going to dominate plank, my life, take a my vitamin. appearance. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm not, I'm, odds are I'm not getting plastic surgery or anything. I would get, if someone gave me the money, I'd get hair transplant. But I do it for me. Like I, I, it's not like I would, I would hide it. You know, it's not like I wear. I'm All not, I can think of is Tobias on Arrested Development I, I, when I, he gets the hair plugs and is like his. No, head, I get, I get one, David Cross. I get one of those bleeding. I get one of those really good ones. I mean, there are people who get hair transplants. You, I'm, I'm, we're talking like a fifty thousand dollar hair transplant. You know, <laughs> okay. I, I want one of those. Well, see, because you know Wayne Rooney, the professional soccer player, yeah. who's got infinite money. Yeah. Um, Did he have a bad one? it wasn't great oh and i was kind of like you have more money than that like, yeah wh where did you get this so maybe you're turning me around on this i don't know somehow i <laughs> i i i'd still be happy i just miss hair like yeah. i i i i i have a, a really good friend who she's she's a, a like a fancy hair cutter yeah she works up on park avenue in winter park and i was like it's, you know because you know there's that new hair all the, the the cool kids have the yeah. shape thing. I was like, can yeah. I do that at all? She's like, no, no, you're, you're, it's not going to work. Like if I grow it out, there's nothing you can do there. There's no shaving the sides or, or <laughs> some up to do, or it's like, no, it's like, okay, so this, this is it. I got a buddy who's, who's uh, bald on the top and just has hair around the sides and yeah. shaves it. And he, he's a good looking dude and yeah. he can pull it off. But uh, his friend, my other buddy is obsessive about trying to get him to bet that if he loses whatever, silly bet yeah he has to go five years without that's a cool bet. cutting his hair yeah that's a, that's a, I'd, I'd, I'd consider doing it. i i used to have long hair i was always kind of wonder what it looked like <laughs> if i did it again my wife wouldn't let me like I, I think that might be a breaking point yeah yeah uh in high school the girl i told you i should have been better friends uh, friends with yeah we'd be like necking in the car do the kids say necking neck i would say no <laughs> making out it's, probably yeah making out is that works I like necking we were necking in the car yeah I, sure. I, I like you know you know everything but like doing it like high school stuff cool stuff i get very literal about the term necking like are you what are you I mean, chill, just sort of coiling about we're your... nibbling on each other's necks and ears and okay so there's, there's definitely like, like yeah at least lip to neck but I, I like to think neck to neck action no 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 we're necking. not gee we're not ostriches <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! I, it would have been funny if I just said ostriches right off. Do you ever see them? They they kind of entwine there. It's yep. very romantic. Yeah. Uh, um. We we'd be we'd be um uh kissing, making out in the car, 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with necking. We're, we're necking. I'm well, just you're like 51, saying, so that's the other side of it. Is that if you can't, you can't be like, oh, you know, we were just bumping, grinding. Man. It, was, it was like, okay, <laughs> dude. <laughs> but uh, she used to, she'd kiss up my head and go, "I'm kissing your bald spot." And I was like, "Jesus, you're just messing me up. Why, why would you do that? You're just a horrible girl." She's a funny girl. I follow her on Facebook. We're face, we're Facebook friends. Uh, question number six for you. This is an email. And emails are sponsored by the Nook on Robinson. All local. It's uh, not all local. Ninety eight percent local. Every now and then they'll they'll get it like an ironic huge bottle of Pabst Blue Ribbon in there or something. But great craft beer. Uh, local art, local bands. It, it's just like a cool. Just it's it's got such a nice vibe. I. A couple months ago, my wife and I stopped in. They, they were doing brunch with a food truck out back on a Sunday. We got there at like at 11. And we looked up and it was 530. It's that kind of bar. Like, you know, and our friends were coming and going. And we know the people behind the bar. But it's it's that kind of bar. It's 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 the local hangout. It's the Nook on Robinson there in the Milk District. They're at 2432 East Robinson Street. If you want to email us, you can email us over at scotchandgoodconversation at gmail.com. The title of this email is What Makes Tom Cruise Attractive? All right. So you can put your head around that. And I'll probably screw this up. I don't read well. Uh, help settle an article, uh, an argument between my wife and I. She thinks Tom is hot. I don't get it. I have seen throughout the years that Tom's movies and his interactions are just interpretations. Excuse me, are just horrible. He has no facial exper- uh, expressions. His voice, no voice that, uh, no. God damn, I messed this up. He has no facial expressions, no voice change, and he looks the same in all of them. I don't understand what makes him attractive or famous. Is it just luck? Thanks for your input, and it's signed Tommy. <laughs> okay. All right. So, so Tommy and his wife are arguing. She thinks that Tom Cruise is hot. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't get it. I, 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 um, um. So he's, he's 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 complicated the issue right off the bat. Cause, yeah, because he's brought in all these other factors. Is yeah, he a good actor? Does he have good facial? Yeah, no, no, he had no uh, voice change. He he, uh, he looks the same in all his films. Yeah. But but he wants to know. I mean, uh, I I think he's a handsome man. I think he's a couple years older. He he does sit ups. <laughs> yeah, that that guy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, he. I have no doubt he's he's the real deal as far as taking care of himself. Yeah, he does all. He's a, he's insane, right? Like he does, he his, does own his own stunts, stunts and yeah, at least a few of the Mission Impossible's. Yeah, that's. I don't. I'm not jumping out of a plane to another plane yeah. without a parachute. That's yeah. you're just making bad decisions. <laughs> and I would say, like, I don't know if you can say anything. Anyone is objectively attractive I, am. I know how <laughs> <laughs> i don't maybe not no i know i know yeah. for the listener i'm, I'm we fully, are how about this I'm we are fairly try to be fairly woke on things yeah, yeah, i, I yeah. know how culturally influenced you know physical attractiveness is but based on where our culture is at this time if anyone is just objectively a beautiful human being it's tom cruise okay i, I don't think there's any disputing that really because yeah. i yeah. think george clooney's better looking than tom cruise aren't they around the same age well i don't i don't need to yeah. i don't need to compare the two i just right. yeah, right. i think he's objectively attractive there's no way that you can okay so based on based on what no i mean i go back i like to travel i go to old-timey museums Uh and i when they (laughs) talk about (laughs) this person was the the most beautiful woman in the land in the 14th century okay i'm like oh wow (laughs) it's not that good 14th century (laughs) or this this guy was known the world women would come from far in the countryside Uh or whatever Uh i'm like Oh, okay. yeah, 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 but um, but Tom Cruise, he's... based on where we're at, okay. I, I would say like it's it's really hard not to say that he's he's a very attractive man. 
Okay, I'm I'm going to say, Tommy. <laughs> I always have to look, Tommy. Uh, I'm I'm going to say um, I don't think he's the best looking guy in Hollywood. He's he's uh, there's something punchable about those face. <laughs> no, I'll agree with that. Yeah, I'll, you can be very attractive and be very punchable. Yeah, and he um, pulls out both those. Yeah, uh, he's a good looking dude. I mean, I don't know what you look like, Tommy. So. Um, I, I don't think he, he's he's an unattractive man. He's not my he's not the kind of guy like I, I want to have a relationship with. But I mean, I, I, if I I had, was so inclined, uh, like I said, I'm more of a George Clooney guy. Brad Pitt's very handsome to me, but I guess I like my man more manly. I, I, I don't there's know. A more, there's a more interesting question in the yeah. subtext here, yeah. and that's that does, does his wife have a Tom fetish? Specifically, and Tommy doesn't get into that at all. Like I, I think they were just watching uh, Mission Impossible. Just coincidental. And, and and she said, you know, he's attractive, and she said, she said he's attractive. And listener, said, listener, if you'll write in, yeah, yeah, whether she has a thing for Tom Hardy, you know, Tom Hardy for just uh, Tom's Tom, yeah, Sawyer, Tom I, Hanks, Tom, <laughs> Tom Sawyer, <laughs> nice, nice. It, like it, yeah. how many Toms is she is she yeah. regularly expressed attracted? Uh, That's a good question, Tom. Tommy, write us back at Scotch a good conversation. We're fifty fifty split on this one. <laughs> I don't know if that helps at all. Here's a commercial. I've been a fan of La Femme du Fromage long before I was part of Scotch and Good Conversation. There's a reason that they call La Femme du Fromage Orlando's cheese shop is because they are your one-stop shop for everything cheese. But more than that, there's sandwiches, there's food, there's wine, they do catering, they have beer, they have great customer service, all in a cool environment, La Femme du Fromage is the kind of place you can go seven days a week. If you haven't been, check them out. If you have been, you need to go check them out again. Tell Tonda and the staff you heard about them on Scotch and Good Conversation. They're located in the East End Market at 3201 Kareem Drive. Going today, have something yummy, be happy. And in addition to that, that uh, fine thing that we just did a commercial on, theromanolawfirm.com. They're the lawyer I would use. They're the lawyer you should use. They've been practicing law here in Florida for 25 plus years. And I went to high school with Daryl Romano. He is a very nice person. He wanted to be a lawyer as a kid. He's been a lawyer for the last 25 years. He loves the law. He loves people. TheRomanoLawFirm.com. Your third question for me, please. Ready. Okay. So uh, I don't I don't know your entire biography, um, but it sounds like you've you've been involved in the music scene the punk scene you're you're 51 year old mm-hmm, mm-hmm. man who's familiar with will's pub yeah, a little bit yeah uh you do podcasting you've done a little bit of you've done work in bars you yeah manage bars and that kind of thing yeah, yeah um so i remember i as i was being raised i was i had this extreme amount of anxiety that if i don't plug myself into a traditional just sort of vocation if i'm not an engineer or a lawyer or hmm. or failing that a fireman or a teacher or whatever what, what, what like, was that whatever, what was the last I, one i gotta like something fireman what fireman okay I fireman okay i said it in a, okay. an off-putting right. way i think you but, said uh, ferrofile following man yeah common yeah. common career path okay yeah, yeah yeah if i didn't plug myself <clears> into <throat> one of those career paths then then um i would 
the worst could happen okay. to me. My my financial sort of health, my my you know well being, future life uh, was jeopardized in some way. Okay. I had a lot of that pressure growing up. Okay, that's odd. That's not odd. It it's, it's odd. it seems odd to me. Like, but go ahead. I'm sorry to mean to, to yeah. And I'm saying here. a lot of people are yeah, yeah. raised like that. Yeah, yeah. And and so it it took a long time for me to say like no I I, I got to just do this my own way. And you got to make a little money and and pay the bills, but I got I got to do this my own way. But it it seems like you you have a vibe of someone who didn't deal with a lot of that. Um, is that the question? So the question is was yeah. it, was it ever was it ever an issue for you where you're like how, you know how am I gonna how am I gonna guarantee that I get a paycheck coming in the mail um, or or can I just kind of have you always I'm I'm struggling obviously with how yeah, no, I, I ask it but like yeah and, and I don't want to I don't want to um, I'm not trying to Oops, be disrespectful at all I have yeah. great respect for for you know people who are more interesting yeah, yeah. than just like you know, I think that was a compliment I, thank I'm you a, I'm an accountant yeah I, I, I not now it sounds like I'm knocking accountants why are you not, like that Peter? <laughs> is that what is that what you're getting at did you ever have any anxiety over you know not living in in a conventional career well, sphere i uh no i mean i i always in i worked at kinko's copies for 10 years i wanted to be uh i wanted to manage a store oh okay yeah All right. I, I wanted so to, i didn't know that part of your bio no yeah that's where i met my wife uh i i wanted to manage a store i wanted to to make that that big uh commission check at the end of every month and you know having a cool house would be terrific and i wanted to travel and and uh but uh then i realized that was all bullshit uh and then I, uh, I I did sales for a couple of years, and uh, but uh, that that yeah. like you kind of skip over it. But like I, I realize that's all bullshit, but that, that well, that's the, the interesting sort well, of transition the, the, to the, me. The, the the corporate I I had done as much as I could do at at the the organization that is Kinko's Copies. Like I I, mean, I did everything. Like I, I really tried, mm-hmm. and um, then I realized they didn't care about anybody but the bottom line. When I started looking at things, and they started enforcing rules on people that that uh, worked with me, and a lot of them I considered my friends, and that made me upset. And I stepped down. I stepped down out of management. Like it wasn't worth me going crazy and having a horrible, like just just being sick and tired. And, and uh, so I stepped down and I started working nights. Mm-hmm. I was that guy. If you went into Kinkos at that that uh, four o'clock in the morning, I was that guy. If you don't, if you don't know what Kinko's is, I, I, uh, it used to be a 24 hour place that you can get copies. And like, this is before we all had computers in our house and fax machines and cell phones. This place, there was 800 stores in the United States. You can go in at four o'clock in the morning and fax something or use a computer or, or print something out in color, which is none of the things that you could do back in the day. Um, and I was real happy when I was working overnights, like uh, of the, of the 10 years I was there, I did that for two years and I realized I could stop and slow down and talk to people. You know, if they came in and they had a, a interview at, at seven in the morning, eight o'clock in the morning and their resume looked like a mess, I can go, well, we could do this and we can change this or maybe a different font or maybe, you know, we can, you know, uh, how about a cover letter? Why don't we type up a cover letter real quick and I can help you with that. And I, I enjoyed that part. Like Interesting. I, I, I like that that part of uh, having teachers come in. You know, I, I enjoyed yeah. the fact that, uh, that I could... Uh, 
slide them extra copies. <laughs> she, she looking at you, uh, slide them extra copies or, you know, maybe give them, you know, Hey, Hey, you know, we, we have stuff, the, the cutter machine that you would cut paper and there was always scraps and I would give the scraps to, to elementary school teachers cause they could find something to do with it. Yeah. You know, colorful yeah. paper for, for kids who, you know, are, are five years old. You yeah. can make crafts out of that. I enjoyed that whole part when they fired me on, on new year's Eve of uh, 2001 around six o'clock in the evening, got fired. After nine years, nine months, and about twelve days, it can't goes. Uh, fortunately, I saw it coming. Like I, they, it was right after nine eleven, so they, they, uh, they let eight thousand people go. Wow. I, um, so I saw it coming, and I had a lot of stock which I sold. And I took about a year off. I walked around, and uh, I started selling. I used to have a whole lot of records. I started selling my records. I start. I I got rid of my DJ equipment at that point. Uh, you know, I, I just I, I tried to figure out who I wanted to be. And what I wanted to be when I grow up, uh, I, I transitioned into sales and I was, I was pretty good at it. I mean, I kind of have people skills, mm-hmm. I guess. And it, that never felt too terribly natural. All this, at this point, my wife is going to school for, uh, uh, something in the medical field. So, I mean, uh, uh I mean, the sales, I mean, I was making really good money, but I, I was not happy. It was probably no fun to live with. Like I, you know, I was working six days a week, you know, and that, that, that seventh day I'm, I'm on my phone constantly to, to make sure that the, you know, if something's delivered, I want to make sure it's okay. If the customer's not happy, you know, I was no fun to live with, but I was making really good money. Mm-hmm. I got let go from that. I started a cleaning business, which life regret. I should have started my own business earlier. I should have, uh, have had enough believe in myself that I could, I could do something. Cleaning business was really, really successful until the recession hit in. I, I had about 30 accounts. I was down to about eight when I folded that. Uh, but again, I wasn't really happy. I liked the business part. That's when I, that's when I transitioned into selling vintage clothing because it was what I did when I lost my job from Kinko's. Yeah. And that was, I love that. I was, I'm really good at that too. Uh, and I would probably still be doing that, but I had transitioned into the, the podcast as an advertisement for my vintage clothing company. Okay. Uh, and it's without getting too much into the, the politics of selling vintage clothing, cause it's, it's such a small little world. Um, it, it's become increasingly harder to find quality vintage clothing. And I, I had a, a my, my, what I, I wasn't selling garbage. I was selling bespoke suits and, and you know, uh, I, I would, I had a very niche audience. I was, I was selling to. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, the guy who really loves the way Don Draper dresses in Mad Men, <laughs> that was my audience. Okay. Yeah. And I was slowly but surely morphing into the guy who was selling 1970s loungewear, <laughs> uh, which I, I could probably do all day long, but it was getting really, really, really hard to do it. Yeah. Uh, the podcast came naturally. Fortunately for me, uh, I have a great wife who wants me to be happy. I love the art part of this, but it is a business. I, I at the beginning of this, I was saying I I need sponsors. If you got a business in the world and you want to sponsor, ship on Scotch and Good Conversation. We are inexpensive. We've got a huge audience who will will go to your place. So you know, uh, give us an email, scotchgoodconversation at gmail To me, money is not that important. I, I we we don't live out of our means. Like, uh, well, I, I sold the scooter. I told you I, I, I had a scooter. I sold it to to pay for the podcast equipment. That was paid for. One of our cars was paid for. The other car was paid for. We live in a three-bedroom, one-bath house that we bought that was bank-owned. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, we don't we don't live out of our means. You know, yeah. we, 
we like to travel. We like to eat out from time to time. So we, you know, if we want to go someplace, we save up. We buy the tickets six months in advance. Mm-hmm. You know, we stay in Airbnbs. You know, we don't. We're not the people who go on cruises. We're yeah. the people we 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 travel. We go on adventures. Well, it sounds like and and yeah, wanna... which is the way I I I'll tell anybody who will listen. That's the way to go. Yeah, yeah. So that's my main thing is I just want to go places. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't need stuff. Is it was a while back, but I was impressed with um I. It sounds like and I got to redeem myself because it sounds like my question was was dismissing a great portion of the like hardworking population. I mean, yeah, no, people, no, no. People got to make a living. People yeah, work no, jobs, I, I but, totally get it. You know, sometimes you have to take a job. But you brought sucks. up you brought up like finding the humanity in working kinkos. Yeah, and finding finding little ways to you know help someone with their resume or have a conversation. That's with my favorite that, of the ten years. That was my favorite part of kinkos working. I mean, it was miserable. I worked three twelve hour shifts in a row. That was my week. Wow. Uh, and by that, that I would go home and try to sleep, but you, you know, you're, and then on my off days, I would try to stay up with my girlfriend at the time, my wife. Mm-hmm. So I, I would stay up at night and then go to bed at, tw- at, at whenever she went to bed. So my schedules are so screwed up. And so, but it, to me at the time, it seemed all worth it. Like it, it, I would probably do it again. You know, if we, if Didi needed me to, to go get a nighttime job, I would, I would do it in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we have times where financially the end of the month things are are more difficult uh but um you know it's uh I'm, I'm, with the podcast i'm playing the end game you know i i, I don't think it's ever i'm ever going to make a million dollars but i i think i think it can be a thing i i think i i've got great sponsors i, I believe in every product every company that sponsors me uh red light red light orlando meats la femme du fromage the nook uh the, they're all companies that uh, that i would gladly talk about for free anyway so it just makes sense to to align myself with them, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I I approached them with a package and said it's really not that expensive, you know. And you could take that money and put it into a radio station, or you can keep it local. Uh, I know. It, it, to me, it's a win on every level. I hope I answered your question. Yeah. I, I I don't yeah. need that much yet, man. Like I, I grew up yeah. poor, not poor poor, but we we weren't rich. So thrifting's a natural way of life to me. <laughs> you know, I like go looking for secondhand vinyl. Yeah. You know, I like buying used mid-century furniture. You know, I, I don't, I don't need a lot of stuff. You know, I, I, uh, I, I don't. My my needs are simple. I, yeah. I, I've kind of always been like that. Traveling's about the only expensive thing that I like to do. So you've been doing it for a long time. You should, you didn't, you should have like discovered it in the last like two years and made a Netflix show about your minimalism. <laughs> I, I you shouldn't have just been like doing it this whole time. You should have like, I, I guess. I mean, been I, able to promote it. We, Dean and I talk about. Is that, talk puberty uh Dee Dee and i talk like if we won the powerball i wouldn't get i wouldn't run out and buy the newest ferrari i'd, I'd get like a a 73 mg or a fiat spider or something like i, I oh yeah, yeah you know i don't and i'm not saying i like the old stuff like i you know i like like again i like eating in the newest restaurant if i can but but uh you know i my, my needs are really really few I, I i got my wife i got my dog in a fire, like like I said, I think I I think we could scale back to a two bedroom. I I think we could live in a studio if I really like if, if push came to shove. You know, it'd be hard on her, but I just walk her more. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's uh, I I g- give me a comfortable pillow, my wife, a, a laptop, and some place to uh, to plug in my podcast equipment. I'm a pretty happy boy. The, the library's there. I don't I don't need all the books. As much as I love these records, I don't I don't need them. I've mm-hmm. heard them all before. 
<laughs> I'm sorry, that was really long winded. Did, did I answer your question? Yeah. I don't know how I came upon this. <laughs> you know, I, I I guess it was because we grew up with only the things we really needed, and I appreciated that. I had great parents. You met my mom. Mm-hmm. I had great parents. My my. I, 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 I'm incredibly blessed. I'm very, very lucky and yeah. fortunate to be raised by such great parents and in a great church. And with, uh, I was involved in the Boy Scouts of America, and you know, and that 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 organization has its problems, but I never had a problem in it. Yeah, it, it made me a very, very good person. I probably would have been a criminal if it wasn't for the 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 men and women who helped shape me who I am. Yeah. Well, and hopefully you heard. The question come from a place of genuine no, admiration, yeah, 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 yeah. interest. And... Yeah, I, I answer everything. The you know, I'm trying to be as truthful as I can. Where were we, man? I, that was a long way, and I'm sorry, you guys. You can, you can. Uh, sorry about that. Question number seven for you. When was the last time you had a kitchen disaster, and uh, what was it? Something horrible. Something that went terrible. Yeah, I mean, the circumstances made it probably more terrible than the the story warrants, but. Mm-hmm. It, I go up to a cabin and do a ice hole weekend with a couple of friends. That of mine. sounds wonderful. Where you sit around like literally on the ice. I got a buddy who's. I got a buddy who's. Uh, no, you don't sit on the. He's uh, Finnish by descent, uh-huh. and well, we got one of those, those cabins, on the Scandinavian, yeah, and, yeah. and got really into his Finnish roots and started building saunas. Um, he's got an old family cabin in the north woods of Wisconsin, and so you go, you sit in the sauna, yeah. and then you jump in an ice hole and do it all over again yeah and it's it's a way finish finish have all kinds of uh crazy no no no. i mean no they <laughs> no, have all, no. all kinds of really well thought out and yeah, interesting yeah. like ideas about how it's, it's spiritually healing and no, no, cleansing. I that. And, and i've experienced yeah. that and and it's fantastic and so we do that but we always have a moment where i have like you know a six hour drive to the milwaukee airport with them and like seven hours to do it we got to wake up really early got to yeah. clean the cabin and do all that stuff and, and of I, course I put a bunch put of it, put it off in the last minute put it off in the last minute i'm yeah. scrambling to do the kitchen stuff and i i put actual like like dish soap into the laundry or into the laundry <laughs> not in the laundry into the uh dishwasher, dishwasher yeah. instead of dishwashing detergent Oops, and yeah. like as we're leaving the door we realize this is just flooding his parents it's, entire it's, it's cabin. The, the peter brady uh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that that's uh so i, I, did, I, did, I did got did not make your plane the long and short of it is i got to my plane okay. with like five minutes to spare by sprinting <laughs> through the airport <laughs> i don't even know how to make it a more funny story no no I, 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 like, I can see that it. was my disaster yeah yeah no that, that's cool uh last question who do you know that i don't know that that dude come hang out here does something something interesting yeah i it's it's okay. You, you, I'm, I'm, I keep thinking of people who are like out of state. I'm not thinking of Orlando folks. I'm just thinking of like people who would be really funny. Nah, it's cool. You can email me something. Okay. I, I, right. I don't like we'll to do push that. that one too terribly hard. Uh, remind the kids of uh, your place. Yeah. Castle Church Brewing Community. It's in East Orlando, 6820 Hofner Avenue. Um, come in for a flight. Uh, come in for uh, a conversation. We were uh, honored to be the... Uh, Judge's choice for best brewery at the Orlando Beer. The beer Fest. is really good, man. Thank it's you. Like, it really Thank is. You. It's it's uh it's very interesting, 
and I, I didn't have a single beer there that I didn't like. And, and, and I mean, you kind of, kind of sort of have a German vibe about you. And yeah. I don't, I don't always like German beers. Every single one that I, that I had was really good. You what's the, the one, the, the Martin Luther's favorite beer, beer, the, uh, Einbecker ale, uh-huh. Martin Luther, uh, wrote about his love of Einbecker ale in the 16th century. And, uh, it went extinct there for a bit in Germany. It's crazy. Um, but we kind of brew it the old way. We try to brew it uh, and simulate what it what it would have been like um, after open fermentation processes. They didn't know what yeast was yeah, back yeah. then. And, yeah. and Martin Luther describes kind of the, the color and the mouthfeel a little bit. Um, and so we, yeah, we got a replica of the Einbecker. We're not exclusively German. We yeah, got, yeah, we yeah. Got I, your IPAs and no, your, IPA, your, your, your IPAs are really good. I mean, I, I think I've had it just about, usually I'll get whatever has the most alcohol in it. Yeah. And then my wife gets a flight and then I'll get another one and she gets another one and then she drives home. Uh, um, but it is really good. If you're, if you're a beer person, go check it out. If you're looking for a, a cool, interesting church that, that seems, I mean, I haven't, I haven't been to a service, but you seem cool. Uh, <laughs> definitely check it out. It, it, it's, it's, it's an interesting concept and it, it, it's, it's very welcome to, to Orlando. Yeah. Castlechurchbrewing.com. Um, we got an app where on all the social medias, um, come to, uh, 11, 11 worship, but for the best snapshot of kind of the church side of it. And we'll, uh, we'll welcome you with open arms. Thank you very much. You have a good time. Yeah. Had a great time. Cool. This is where my dog might go nuts. Uh, want to remind you that the haunting theme of Scott's good conversation was written by Mr. CJ mask. Uh, if you need something, for your podcast or any kind of uh, uh, music thing, get at me. I'll get you at him. Uh, do me a favor. Leave a review. It helps. And subscribe. That helps, too. It's hard to explain. The, the reviews help me when I go talk to uh, potential uh, advertisers. And uh, the downloads, when you subscribe, it goes right to your phone or wherever it is you listen to your podcast. And then uh, it, it brings my ranking up. It, it's It's... It brings my ranking up, so when people look for podcasts, I get seen more. It's it's totally selfish. Just just subscribe for me. Uh, if there's someone in your life that you love, tell them that. Sometimes you might get a chance. Uh, go outside and play. Take care of each other. Hug each other. Ride bikes. Have fun. Peace. Take care. Bye bye. PFT Media Production.